You're listening to Peak One Sports. Sports Show presented by Peak One Sports. Go to Peak One Sports on YouTube and subscribe. I am Cole James Rambo. Uh, I'm not. I'm going to say co-host because you're. You know, I need to give you a bigger square, Joey. I, People <laughs> like you so much now. I need to. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't, didn't want to say anything, but I was. I, I've. <laughs> I've had a couple people come. They're like, "Hey, man, how come you don't have a bigger square?" You need a you need a bigger square, Joey. I think you need to renegotiate <laughs> yeah, the, like, the size of your. I was square. like, my contract is still under negotiation, <laughs> so we're 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 figuring it out as we go along. We'll walk. We'll work on that for next week. Okay. Okay. You have my word. <laughs> thank, thank you. I'll try to get that push push through the board. <laughs> yeah. Get Joey. If a I have to square. go straight to well, to, wear, to the suits, you I mean, wear such cooler shirts than me. I feel uh, like thanks. we need, you need more real estate on the video yeah, so they can see your, your got, cool shirts. We got jellyfish with Mar. Uh, Marlin and Dory. Well, you, you know, you are the guy because that's a result shirt, right? Uh, isn't it Ro- result? Roosevelt? Well, it's the it's results, isn't it? And the the V is the yeah. U. Yeah. It's one of those new newfangled internet type of spellings, you it know, is. where they yeah. use other letters. <laughs> Tamina. Or like I have, I mean, Just, I have a band Paul Meter without the E and Eater. But that's like a real internet thing, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It's a uh, reason number like one thousand two hundred forty. Why English is the hardest language to learn. So and we're just making it harder yeah, as the yeah. decades roll on. <laughs> it is. Um, it is one of those. Uh, it's one of those shirts, and I see them. They're always because I'm a big. I'm a big night cool shirt guy, like yeah. print prints and stuff like that. I used to. I used to do, wear nothing but cool print button ups. I went through a, you know, I went through, yeah, a, went through like a, a few years where I just wore that. Well, I'm a bigger guy, and so the fact that they do button downs and then they make well, that's what I say. You size. buy the shirts that as I'm scrolling, I'm always like, oh man, I should buy that shirt. Yeah, and then like I just don't go through like the three clicks it takes to like buy it's it to buy on it. the internet. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. it's like always in the back of my mind. Oh, they make cool shirts because like they make. A lot of cool. They make all ma- a lot of mashup shirts. They right? do. With yeah, they have a whole bunch of collabs. IPs, yeah. different uh, intellectual properties. Yeah. Movies, Actually, the last time I was games. here, the last time on the last episode, I was wearing a black one with marigolds on it, mm-hmm. and that's a Coco collab. Oh, so see, that was I didn't the know. Co- I, yeah, it was a cool shirt, but I didn't know yeah. it was a collab. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no. it was a Coco collab. This one's a Finding have, Nemo. I so. always the one that always pops up because I'm always looking up dinosaur shit. Because Andy, they have a shit ton of they Jurassic have Jurassic Park. On there. Park uh, yeah. They have the one that has like the pal- has uh, palm tree leaves all over it, but then there's like the little raptor. Yeah, and he says uh, they, they call it the clever girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So <laughs> nice shirt. Thanks, but, man. Yeah, we'll give you. We'll try to. I'll do what I can. All right. I'll talk to. Uh, I'll talk to the suits. Dude, so let me get the suits involved. You know, um, we'll get something faxed over to the board. I'll talk to the. You don't audio. want to handle this internally first I'll, before I'll talk we go to out. The audio visual department. I'll see oh, if okay. there's something they can do. Maybe yeah. stretch it. Maybe without kind of getting the big wigs involved if they maybe they could just kind of don't, gradually stretch you out just, over don't the pull it from the corner though like pull it just straight, straight down, down so that i look along it yeah yeah <laughs> joey's out here catfishing everybody yeah they're like wow jo- i didn't know joey was seven feet tall and weighed 125 pounds <laughs> looking like that dude from fucking uh star wars you know the long ass head <laughs> yeah oh man so uh how you doing? I'm doing. <laughs> I'm doing great. It was, uh, you know, a lot of good, uh, a lot of good games this week. Um, had a wedding yesterday. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, so Weddings I'm, are always fun. 
I mean, I guess there could be some weddings that aren't fun, but yeah. like usually when you're a guest, it's fun. It's just, yeah, there's no pressure, right? right? It's not like you're a part of it or anything. You're going to get so. some free food and or free drinks and or cheap drinks. You know yes. what I mean? Things yes. like so that. So it was nice. Yeah, it was nice to just be able to go relax, see some family I haven't seen in a long time. Sure. Where, where and, was uh, it? Was it at It was like here a, in Minesto. Was it, it was a, what kind of, was it an indoor venue, outdoor venue? Um. So, well, we took pictures at, it's called Janet's Flowers here in- well, uh, You were here. in the wedding? No, no, no. Oh. But it was like family pictures. Mm -hmm. So we took pictures there. And then uh, we had the ceremony at my aunt's house. Okay. And so it was an outdoor wedding. Um, right. A little, little warm, but there was a slight That's breeze. Fine. It's to a keep good time of year for that. Yeah, yeah. You know, so like I had, everyone... out, I had an outdoor wedding on August twelfth. Oh. It was very hot. <laughs> That's. That does not sound fun. <laughs> yeah, it was very hot. Yeah. No. Well, we were all sitting there, and like I started, like I told my because my sister came with me, and I was like, man, like. I feel like I'm kind of starting to stink a little bit. And then, like, as I started hugging everybody and, like, hey, what's up? I was like, oh, we all stink. It's okay. Everyone's sweaty <laughs> and all... smelly. Yeah. Yeah. So it was cool. It you is know? what it is. And most, yeah. So, yeah, weddings are like, and then there's like the weddings where you're in the wedding party. Yeah. And depending on the people getting married, mm -hmm. that can go one or two ways. That can go really fun or it can go terrible oh. like when because like it's like if you got a bridezilla and you're oh, in the yeah. wedding party even if you're you know you're on the groom side right you're still under you're still this, hearing it though. there's a lot of pressure yeah you know what i mean right. like a lot of setup there's a lot of practice there's a lot of stuff see when i was in uh my hetero life mate christopher's wedding it was very low pressure mm -hmm. right and it mostly be became i mean not only did i kind of know everybody that was in the wedding party but also like i was up, uh, I mean, up against the dudes that were in the wedding party. Yeah. I was deaf. I knew I was three or four from the bottom of, like, intelligence. <sighs> so it's like there was way more dummies <laughs> than, than me. So yeah. I was like, I'm not getting in trouble first. Right. There's going to be a line of dummies of getting yelled at and bitched at before they get to me. <laughs> so it was go. low pressure. Just kept a nice little buzz going. I never thought of it that way. That's hilarious. Right. You know, because yeah. in, in that situation, it's like, I get it why people get all uptight and shit at weddings because it's expensive endeavor. It's expensive. And it's like you're setting, it's all this build up for one yeah, day. Yeah. And not even one day, a few hours really. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and, so, and some people dream about this stuff since they were like, she was talking about how she had her Pinterest board for her wedding <laughs> right. when she was 15. You that's, know what I mean? That's and a lot of pressure. It is, you know, because you want the day to be perfect, but she's super... Like my cousin is super low profile like that. I mean, she's just really loving, and she was not like, a bridezilla. Just knew what she wanted it to kind of exactly. Look like, and like, know? and we had other people that were helping out with uh, that were helping her with it, and it just everything went smooth. It, right, was, right. it was great. Well, good. I'm glad you had a good time. Thanks, dude. Um. Oh, how was your week? It was good. But before we get to my week, don't forget to go to Betalytics. Ah, code Peak One. Code twenty five percent off. One twenty five percent off your profile there. I. Could have used Betalytics this weekend. I, as could I. Because <laughs> I I uh, dipped my feet back into the betting pool this weekend. Nice. And, I mean, we'll talk about it later because we'll talk about the sport that I bet on. And we'll add that into uh, that segment of the show because I'm in a good mood still right now. Right. I don't want to tarnish that. But let's just say I could have used Betalytics. Yeah, I could. This I, weekend. Um, the bets that I've used Betalytics, mm -hmm. I've actually done pretty well. And then the ones that I decide, I think I know what I'm doing. I do not know what I'm doing. So. There you go. <laughs> um, 
my week my week's been good um andy is on summer break you know so there's just been a lot of uh, me going to work i i'm a lucky guy i've got myself in a position where i'm my own boss i kind of make my own schedule it's, i'm a construction type dude so it's like the jobs that i do on a daily basis very time wise the amount of hours mm -hmm. i work every day kind of vary right so like with a kid on summer break who actually like wants to hang out it's kind of cool i kind of i'll take random days i'll i'll schedule myself to have as much free time blocked together because nice. like a lot of times like anybody's listened to my podcast over the years like a lot of them have been recorded at random hours in yeah. the middle of the day because mm -hmm. i have a couple hours where i don't have shit to do right. so i'll come in here you know and shit like that but uh now that he's like I don't know. It's weird. It's like he's he, I've had a kid for eight years now, but like he, he's becoming like a real human finally where like, you know what I mean? He has <laughs> his own ideas and own shit he wants to do and like stuff like that. So like I've been trying to schedule myself like blocks, like as big a blocks together to hang out with him during the day and like doing random shit. And, um, you know, I'm sure he, he he's a he's a cool kid, mm -hmm. but when, he is a great kid. Um, You know, I'm sure his grandma probably gets annoyed with his twerking and farting and fake farting when it's not real farting and <laughs> things like that and, um so i try to get over here as much as i can you know what i mean normal, and, uh, normal dude stuff right so we've been going to the, a lot of movies this summer because like we're a big movie family ever so are we ever since covid like i've always been a huge movie guy yeah me too but then once like netflix and streaming started becoming a thing i was never a guy who was like i gotta go see this on the day there's only like a few movies in my life that have been like that oh. um you know your star wars your lord of the rings things that i when i was younger i wanted to see the day they came out uh, i like yeah I, yeah the day they came out i'm not really like that but i do like Make it a point to go to the movies. Sure, right? But once, like, streaming and all that stuff started becoming a big part of my life, and then I had a baby for a lot of years where it's sure. kind of a pain in the ass to take little babies and little kids anywhere. Like, yeah. it was a lot of home viewing of movies, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. And then COVID came around, and you couldn't do any of that shit for a while. Mm -hmm. And then once the once once the the shackles were taken off of us, and we were able to go out and everything was open again, then it's like, oh, shit, we were locked up. Let's go see a movie, right? Right. And then you go, and then it was just like, oh, shit, I forgot how awesome it is to go to the movies. Yeah, it's like it really a little, is. It's like a little time capsule. Yeah, Like, yeah. it don't matter. It's like it's the same as it was when you were a kid. They just have maybe some better food, and you can get beer if you want now and shit, and, like, chairs yeah. are more comfortable. It's like I just remember being a kid and going to the movies, and it was just it, – it was like you go in there, and the outside world doesn't exist right it's just for a you hours. and the people that are in that theater mm -hmm. and you just i mean and now like with the additions of like the uh the loungers you know oh, so yeah. you can recline you know you got your nice you know you well got your this soda brings and us to my trip this week to the movies because we have uh here in the next town over riverbank california oh. they have a galaxy plus yeah. which is the ones with the big comfy plush recliners that go back and stuff you know for your seats it's awesome for a guy like me. I'm a big couch guy. I'm a big recliner guy. Oh, it's, Love sitting in my living room and kicking back and watching. It is such stuff. an added comfort that makes the movie so much more enjoyable. Right. Because now I go to stadium seats, like mm -hmm. at the ones in, in Antigua, and, like, ah. and it's just not the same. Well, dude. And that's the thing is, like, I want to take Andy to his first IMAX movie, right? Pick a movie that's like shot crazy, like I was thinking, like Dune Two oh, when it yeah. comes out, or something that's like real epic. Um, but then I'm like, damn, do I want to sit through a movie without having the, cause the IMAXs don't have the big comfy seats, no, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I mean, do I give this experience to my son or do I just think about my ass comfort? <laughs> um, 
But so this week we went and saw uh, Transformers: Ooh, uh, Rise nice. of the Beasts. We're going uh, later today. Well, there you go. Um, fantastic. You'll enjoy it a lot. Oh, thank you. Um, even and even if you haven't seen any of the other like Transformers movies, like there's a lot of backstory to this one because it's like it's you know obviously the, some of the same characters, but like mm-hmm. it's it's like. Um, I can't remember what the timeline was, but it's like there's a lot of backstory explanation. Oh, cool, so like, cool. but it uses some of the other ones. Of course, okay. of course, but it's like it's kind of like a side story. Yeah, to kind of like add on, but it's it's great. Um, and so this is not an indictment on the movie, but it is a direct indictment on why I can't go to the movies at night anymore. Oh no, right because we. Andy's at summer break, so like go, staying up late wasn't a big deal. Right. So, um, the and it was a brand new movie, so it was like the times were kind of sp- sporadic. And um, Paris, I mean, I'm I enjoy it. I would never do it myself, but she always buys an extra seat, so we always have the buffer. Nice. So like instead of needing three seats next to each other, we need four seats. Right. Uh-huh. I mean, so like we got a seven thirty ticket. Yeah, it's okay. Seven thirty. Whatever. Big deal. Uh-huh. And when I'm at home, I'll stay up all night playing NHL. Right. It's no big deal. Cut to about 8.32, and I'm leaning back in the movie theater, and I just hear in my head, wake up your dad, and I just kind of look around, and the movie's going, and uh, <laughs> I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> I was out. I was like, I'm one of these people where, like, I mean, it's de- it's debated in my house a lot whether I have sleep apnea or not. Yeah. I say I don't only because it doesn't impede my sleep. I don't wake myself up from snoring. I don't choke. Well, I don't you do can do it and not know it, though. Of course. So. Um, but I just, my dad, everybody, my whole, I'm in a long timeline of straight up buzzsaw snorers. Oh, yeah. Like, it's the loudness and intensity of it would like, I mean, it a small child may yeah. go deaf. And, um, but also, just because of the nature of me, right? And yeah. like, um, some of you may not realize, but I have a, I'm a little bit ADHD, okay? And um, I was never um, diagnosed my whole life with it, with anxiety, depression, ADHD, any of that stuff. And I always had a hard time sleeping, right? And then in my mid-20s, when I finally uh, got diagnosed and started taking medication for such things, I can fall asleep. On a dime. Huh. Right? Like, yeah. I literally just need to be kind of horizontal and close my eyes. And, and I out. within 30 seconds, sometimes, I can just be asleep. And as soon as I fall asleep, no matter what position I'm in, uh-huh. like, I just start ripping them, dude. Wow. Okay? And good thing we had the buffer seat because it would have been much more awkward. But Paris was just like, oh, my God. She's like, she... I, she woke me up immediately. Like it was literally just like one breathe in yeah. of a snore that because it's so jarring. There's no way nobody she, heard she it. She can sense it. Of course. So she's like, and, no, no. and that's when I wake your dad. Like I, I wasn't even hardly a, I could. I heard her say it. Yeah. So that's how quickly I start snoring is before I'm even fully asleep. You're already snoring. And she's like, dude, as soon as it happened, she's like, I looked over and I just saw the dude's face that was in the seat. On the other side of the buffer, uh-huh. just look over with a "what the fuck" kind of a look, and then that's when she's like, "Wake up!" Your-. She hit Andy. It was like, "Wake up, your dad!" And I woke that's myself hilarious. up, and I was just kind of like, "Oh fuck!" And I, was like, <laughs> I had to put the I had to put the fucking recliner down, right? 
had to like sit on my foot and kind of make myself a little uncomfortable because I'm like that can't happen again. I'm yeah, not. Yeah. I'm not a quiet enough sleeper to fall asleep. Like some dads. Like this is straight old man behavior. This is my first. <laughs> that's why I'm wearing the glasses. I'm wearing the fucking old man glasses today because. I'm dipping my foot into those old man waters. I can't even make it through a 7:30 showing of Transformers. Yeah, you know. Um, so, well, man. shoot, and it man. was a good I mean, movie. So it had nothing to do with that. It had to do with the fact that oh, it's 8:30. This is usually when I'm laying down, putting Andy to bed, and then fucking like you know, it's like you get you get these like your body gets used to these certain habits having a kid for so long, right? And like. Having to put him to bed. You do this at this time. You do everything's kind of structured a little bit. So even though I put him to bed, he's a freaking he's he's a scaredy cat. So a lot of times I'm laying next to him till he falls asleep, and then so like my body is used to kind of shutting down at eight between eight thirty and nine thirty. Yeah, even falling asleep, but then waking up at about nine thirty, and then going and you know playing video games or watching Sports Center or doing what you know watching yeah, a fucking yeah. movie or whatever. Like, so it's not the time I go to sleep. But it is a time I usually fall asleep. You start to wind down and stuff. So you know what I mean? Used to it, so yeah. it's like, it's old man shit, dude. I've got no control over my body anymore. Pretty soon I'm going to have to wear diapers just to get through this show. Well, actually, I have sleep apnea. And so you I have a machine. I have a machine and everything. And so I have the same issue as you, dude. If I, if I get like a few minutes of just like unbothered time and I put my head back, I'm out. Mm-hmm. Oh, know? yeah. it's and, uh, and I'm glad that I found out why. Because... <laughs> <laughs> my body's well, trying to kill itself at night so. I, I, I guess I just need to go get a sleep test Because like the thing is Is like Paris's brother uh-huh. Has the quintessential choke Like literally he'll be in the sitting in the chair in the living room And then you'll look over And you'll, you'll think you'll have to give him the Heimlich You'll think he's choking on a piece oh of steak gosh. But he just fell asleep And that yeah. it sounds like he's fucking dying Yeah. Um, but that's the thing is I don't do that And I've like witnessed my dad snoring since he was 25 And it's literally just a <laughs> It's all in our nose and our sinus passages. It's not even... Yeah. You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I should do it just to appease and to kind of wave it in front of their face. Like, I don't have sleep I apnea. Have I've just got a deviated septum. My Well, that can be corrected, though, too. Of course. Yeah. But, so. I'm, I mean, I'm just saying, I, there's other reasons you snore other than apnea. Oh, my, uh, my grandfather... Through his whole life, snores like that, buzzsaw snoring, and now he he is wearing an, a sleep apnea mask. So well, and I saw these new. There's kind of more low profile ones now. There's like some different stuff. I don't. Oh know. yeah, there's all kinds of stuff. They have one that just goes over the nose. They have the pillows that go into right. the nose. Well, go get. I gotta start mask. you bringing a sleep apnea mask to the movie theater, dude. <laughs> Think that guy was pissed that I was snoring. Wait till that thing's fucking <laughs> chugging along. In the in the. I, that's why I get the buffer yeah. seat is for my sleep for, apnea. So, mask. Sorry, sorry, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, uh, tell the theater, can you run an extension cord, please? Yeah, right. I have my vamp time set to every five minutes, so you will hear something yeah, every five minutes. Yeah. So, anyways, old man activities, <laughs> dude. That's what I'm taking part in, old man activities. Lucy Goosey update. Now, this is classic Cole, okay? All right. I've been doing these super cool pre- and post-game interviews. Everybody's been liking them. They've uh-huh. been funny. Um, it's been cool. And the one week I don't do it. Okay, I didn't do one this week. 
I didn't do one. I, it was a little bit, the beginning of the game, or be like when I first got to the rink was a little bit hectic. Um, people kind of showed up sporadically, and then Andy was coming with my parents. So, like, and then I, I knew he had stayed the night at my mom's house. I knew he only had shorts and T-shirts. So I was oh, like, yeah. I had brought him, like, some sweats and a sweater because it's a fucking ice rink and right, it's cold right. in there. Right, so like I had these, and I was like, oh, I got to get these to him or put a, get them somewhere before the game starts. Right. And da 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 da. And I ended up having to leave them on the bleachers, and then go to the bench, and then they came in like part of the way through the first period, and I'm like pointing over from the bench because I see him over there asking my like huddling up next to my mom, and I'm just like, burn, you know. And then finally <laughs> they got it. Yeah. So it was a little bit hectic. So I didn't get a pregame one, and then you know after the game. That why I get a I didn't right, I should, right. and I should have got a post game one but again and then Andy was driving home with me so then I got all I was like I gotta get trains and get the fuck out of here so how was the game though we won in a motherfucking shootout wow. we came back from a three goal deficit we scored with ten seconds left in the game a one timer off a face off I won Ooh, wow and then won in a shootout that went three rounds it couldn't have been more pre and post game interview worthy. Joseph, and is I didn't fucking do it. Hey, there's always next time. Oh, God, and also <laughs> I should have done it with Andy. Yeah, because every game Andy's in my entire. I mean, I've been playing hockey for like 13 or 14 years, but he's in his entire eight year existence, he's never come to a game. Not only that I scored in, but that we've won. <laughs> He's never seen me win a hockey game. <laughs> yeah. And then he comes, and it's the most dramatic game, too, because, like, they, it was, like, back in the first couple goals were, like, back and forth, and then they went up by two, and then they went up by three, and we score, and then it's two, and then the last two goals, the 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 the, the game tying, and then the one right before that, mm -hmm. were both off of face-offs. I won. I won a face-off back to the point to Alex, wow. and he won it on a one-timer. Or he, he scored on the one-timer, and then the game-tying goal, I won it to the side of the winger to uh, to YouTube Dilly. That's what we're – Dilly, Dil, uh, oh, Dylan, he's such a good kid. He's like – he's in his early 20s, and uh, he he's a brother, I think, of uh, some – Is it Putnam? No, 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 oh. no. Uh, uh, Dylan Connolly – Dylan – I don't know. We got so many new names. I don't know, but – his name's Dilly. Dylan. Call, ca Dilly. Clay calls him Dilly, and he's never played any organized hockey. He's only played in the street in front of his house his whole life. Uh huh. And then he's been watching YouTube videos and watch probably I Train Hockey. Who knows? Yeah, he's been yeah, watching yeah. videos since the season started. Shout out to Sean Walker. Yeah. And he has improved so much. And then I won a face off straight to him on you know right in front of the net. He was playing left wing right there and. He just fucking whacked it in. Wow, dude. tie game, ten seconds left, and then we don't do a um, we don't do an overtime in the dirt league. We go straight to a three round shootout, and uh, because of time constraints, sure. three rounds only. It's they'll call it a draw. Oh wow, yeah, soccer style. It's lame, <laughs> um, but they it's a, I mean it's a place of business. They they got to keep the time yeah, going. No one wants to be playing at 11 o'clock at night. Right. And we've had, remember we had a shootout one t or no, you weren't on the team yet when the locusts were still at rip and roller hockey. Yeah. We had like an 11 round shootout one time <laughs> because like Daniel was on the other team and yeah. he was just like, mm -mm. and he's like the, the owner of the place was on the other team. And it's like, everybody's waiting to play the next game. And we're like eight rounds into a shootout. Like, <laughs> yeah, you don't want that in the dirt league. It's not fun for anybody. Wow. Um, but yeah, so 
there you go. Can I ask you something? Yeah. With how much you are loving this ice hockey, would you ever go back to roller hockey? Um, Not in place of. Okay. If everybody decided they want to do another night on roller, uh-huh. then yeah, I'd do both. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? But yeah. I wouldn't go back. No. Not as long not as the league exists. Not in the lieu of. I don't think anybody would, honestly. Yeah. Um, But, uh, yeah, because it's just... Uh, I don't know. There's just something about it. Makes you feel more cool. Nice. Get it? Ice? Cool. <laughs> um, all right. So that's that. All right. Things we missed this week. Um, I figure we needed a segment just specifically because, you know, we always talk about how we only do this once a week. So yeah. There's a lot. It, we, this thing comes out on Monday and there's a lot of things that happen Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And then when we're thinking about the next show on Friday, Saturday, like, yeah, all the stuff that happened at the end of the week usually makes it on the show. The stuff from the beginning of the week. Yeah. Like suffers. I had a, I had a whole like breakdown of, uh, I think it was game three, mm-hmm. uh, for, uh, the Knights versus, uh, the Panthers. Right. And I was like, it, by the time it reached today, it's I was like, it's now not because where's oh, we've had two games, two since, games then. <laughs> since then. Yeah. I was doing that when I was looking at the picks. I'm just like, okay, it's getting pretty scarce <laughs> in sporting events. You know what right, I mean? Right, like right. we only got two things we're watching unless you like baseball and, and we are not, doing baseball we're not we're not doing it we're not doing it until we have no other choice until the playoffs <laughs> the network is doing baseball Talk to, we're big october guys yeah in baseball we're mr and mr october that'll be our baseball shirt <laughs> we're gonna have a merch store soon all right i've been talking <laughs> with the big wigs um i currently have a merch store bungalow recording company uh or bonfire.com slash bungalow recording company um and that has all my merch from like music stuff and other things i do here in this studio, uh, but we're going to be converting that over to the Peak One Sports merch store. So we exciting. are. Um, this is made to order stuff, so you can order it. It'll you you know choose your size, your whatever, and then they'll make a one-off shirt, send it to you. So the prices are a little bit, a couple dollars higher than if we were making them ourselves. But again, if you show some interest in the merch, then we will make. We'll make our own merch because then we can put more of the money in our That's pocket. Right. Trust us. Sweet if you don't daddies. Like the, if you don't like the prices, we're not making anything <laughs> off of it. We're just I'm, I want to convert this thing over. I want to start making some of our peak one shirts because I think I can make it on a whim. I can go in there, make a graphic, put it in the store. People can do it, right? Yeah. So when we come up with something funny like Mr. and Mr. October <laughs> – you know what I mean? We could go. I could go make a quick shirt tonight, and it could yeah. be up in the store tomorrow. Yeah, or if you um, want to be a sweep daddy, or you want to join us. the playoff experts. Right. That's what I'm saying. You know, we can do it quick, and uh, I like that part about it. But again, unless people show interest in wanting to buy some of the merch, we're gonna do it this way. So if you're if you don't like the prices, then uh, you know. Tell people to buy the merch, and then we'll make some real stuff. But it's, it's kind of comparable prices. Yeah. Like I said, you pay twenty five bucks for a shirt usually if you're buying a shirt from somebody, right? Or you mm-hmm. know, twenty or twenty five bucks. This shirt might cost you twenty six bucks. When I say it's more, you know, we're, we're talking dollars here. We're not talking like it's ten bucks more. Right. It's just because of the on demand nature of it. There's a company doing all of the work. I'm just making the graphics and yeah, telling and it's them not, what there's not like a stockpile to go off of. Like you right. said, they're made to order. Right. So, so yeah. um. So that are good be, quality shirts, though. I've bought stuff for the bungalow chat. Yeah, show yeah. This, this bonfire, the they got some good stuff. I've gone through a few different merch sites, like on-demand merch sites, yeah. and some of the quality is a little. Eh. But bonfire makes some decent stuff. They're like, I get to choose like the brands and the type of shirt, you know, yeah. out of a big selection. So um, stay tuned for that. I'm now that I've talked about it, I need to. I need to on the show now, to, now tonight, to and I gotta fucking figure this shit out. <laughs> um, but. Uh, 
I I keep forgetting to mention Ooh, that. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, light a fire under my ash. But anyway, so big October, guys. But that's coming in October. Things we missed this week. Um, we won't talk about it too much. But live golf merges. We're gonna talk about this with the mother f and PGA. <laughs> now this is crazy. Not only because Joey and I, Joey and I have you know we're playful dudes. We've had some colorful discussions about this topic yeah. or you know related topics of taking blood money and things like that from Muhammad Bonesaw Man. <laughs> That's his new name. That's his new name, Muhammad Bonesaw. Bonesaw Man. Bonesaw Instead man. of Ben Solomon. Yeah. It's Bonesaw Man. Oh, nice play on the words, You know dude. what I mean? Yeah. Because they good. cut a guy up and put him in a duffel bag in the Turkish embassy. Allegedly. Um, I like how you waited for it. <laughs> but, uh, so... The thing about this, all right, because we've talked enough about it. We don't need to talk about... I think we need to talk about no, it. No, but I just like the angle of the money side. Okay. Obviously, money always wins. Yes, for sure. It's just the way it is. Yeah. Right? And the PGA saw Brooks Kepka, a guy who took the live money, mm-hmm. win a major. They the, the major right before that, he should have won. He mm-hmm. had a little bit of a choke job on the last couple holes. Yep. Should have won that one. <laughs> They got, you know what I mean? They're yeah. live golf guys that are placing highly and winning these PGA tournaments. It's not a good look for the PGA. No, it's not. Right? Yeah. So I think there's a lot of things at play here in that the PGA is basically like, we're going to, even though Liv doesn't, get their players back. Liv doesn't yeah. have the viewers yet because they're on CW and they they interrupt their broadcasts for other shit. All, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, they don't yeah. have the eyeballs technically. Right. But obviously they have the skill. They have the guys yeah, that yeah. people want to see. So I think this this goes both ways is now Liv gets the PGA eyeballs. It's what they wanted. They wanted to own golf. They yeah. want to own the Premier League, and they already got Newcastle. They, uh, you know, they want to own – they tried to buy F1. They, You know yeah. what I mean? They're, the, the On paper, and I say on paper because no one knows how much money these guys really have. It's most yeah. likely an infinite amount. But on paper, you're talking – the – what was it? The financial fund or whatever the comp- the umbrella company that's now Live Golf and PGA. Right. It has um, uh, six hundred and twenty billion dollars. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. When you're saying like an NFL team, the 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 Washington Commanders just sold for what was it? Six billion, right? Yeah. So let's say if you the most expensive NFL football team is ten billion, yeah. say Dallas Cowboys, uh-huh. it'd take twelve billion to pry Jerry Jones' ass out of there. Right. And this is six hundred and twenty billion. So when people are like, "Oh, that'll never happen in our our main sports. That'll never happen in football or baseball. They'll never." Own. Yeah. Tell tell the Newcastle fans <laughs> that. Well, I'm such a I'm such an anti-establishment guy uh-huh. that I love the fact that they that they broke up the monopoly on it. You know. Okay, I, mean? I, I get it. There's plenty of angles, yeah. Joey. But the angle I want to take on this show today, specifically, uh-huh. is Monahan, the fucking the president of the PGA, the commissioner, whatever the fuck yeah. his title is. This fucking guy has just like in one move has literally. I mean, I was been thinking on it for the last few days. Name a bigger scumbag <laughs> in like sports. Yeah, yeah. I, because the the reason he's a scumbag isn't because he took the money. It's because he galvanized mm-hmm. players against it. Yeah, he this, did. These are terrorists. Yeah. They, he invoked 9-11. He brought families from 9-11 victims to press conferences. And he rallied 
people that had integrity. Right. Even Rory McIlroy, not even from the United States, yeah. and wasn't a part of 9-11, but he's a part of the world. You know what I mean? In yeah, a place yeah. that he wants to be a safer place, a place that where money doesn't necessarily let you get away with murder. Right. And he galvanized all these. He made Rory McIlroy literally the figurehead of this spear, the tip of the spear of fuck this, we're better than this. You know what I mean? Money yeah. doesn't win everything. Right. And then he just goes ahead and takes the money himself. Like, yeah. what and, the fuck? And he you could have, instead of invoking 9-11, you could have at the time just been like, no, you know, or this isn't, aren't some people we want to get involved with and blah, blah, blah. You right. didn't have to make it this huge thing. But he had to because he was scared that all these guys were going to take the right. money. Right. Right? Because maybe Rory, maybe a couple of the big guys that were already uber rich yeah. are like, fuck it, we don't need it. Right. But some of the mid-level guys, some of the a lot of people got offers to go to live golf. Hey, they dude, at, like we already talked about it. If I if we course. were mid-level golfers, I would have taken right. it for sure. You're getting, talking about healthcare and yeah. a paycheck. Oh yeah, not just winning tournaments. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's like, and it's glo I mean, it's global. But you it, know? It just all the reasons why a construction worker would join a union. Yeah, for sure. Because why the UFC fighters, there's constantly people trying to start unions because they're all contract athletes. They don't have health care. They don't have job security. Right. They don't have retirement. Right. They don't have these things right. that people who have normal Joe jobs most of the time. Well, it's like, it's like if another company approached you and said, hey, you get a work truck. Right. You get a gas car. So there was all and, these yeah. reasons for mid-level, lower, high, all these guys to take live deals. Yeah. All these reasons that would make their life better. But they didn't. Whether it was American pride or just the world trying to make the world a better place or showing the world that us as golf, golf it's bigger than he made it bigger than golf, yeah, right? He, he made it a moral choice. Yes. And then goes and just does it. Like, think of how you would feel. I mean, obviously, if you're Rory McIlroy, he looks like a fucking tool, right? <laughs> yeah. Think about you haven't even heard Tiger say anything. They offered Tiger eight hundred million dollars. Yeah, and he he turned away from and it. And he turned away from yeah. it. He doesn't need it, but try. I don't care how much money you have. Try turning down a billion dollars. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. It's impossible. Like to me, all I like. I mean, the money Think is about great, how, right? If you're like, I yeah. set up my kids and my kids' kids Your and my kids' kids. kids. Yeah. Your anybody that's yeah, yeah. anybody you want starting foundation. I mean, starting foundations for whatever. people. I mean, whatever if, you want. Whatever to do. you want to do with the money. Yeah, that's, that's literally your own choice. That's literally the epitome. Right? You could it's, go you cut up you want. a reporter in a Turkish embassy and get away with Allegedly. it. Allegedly. But you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's where I'm at right now. Is like. Money always wins. It is, it is a complete scumbag move. But him, and he didn't. He they didn't. None of the players from the PGA Tour knew. They all found out the they next all morning on out. Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Everyone was in the dark. I mean, <laughs> they maybe said that. And now that they're playing with these guys who have like what 138 million in their pockets, right? Now that they're playing against these guys, all um, these guys who didn't get to take that. I, what did what did they say that they're getting like PGA stock options or some shit? Like not it's not stock options. But, but they're and getting, here's the thing too is like people are just like oh yeah whatever about it. Uh, it's not a big deal. They're still separate. You know, they're under an umbrella. Right. If you look into the details of this thing, the people... So, the guy that's in charge of the umbrella company, he's like the fucking uh, wealth minister of yeah. Saudi Arabia or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Right, and the, right. So, it's basically the people who run Live Golf, Mohammed bin Salman, like, he... He like if you look into it, like they get to make decisions. They get to choose yeah. who represents what. Like 
who gets to invest? They get they have real business. You know what I mean? So it's like it's not just like a like a a money straight money publicity deal. Like no, no this was, they have was control yeah. over the PGA. Yeah. And the one thing I hope comes out of this is I hope PGA golfers finally get to wear shorts. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Because that's what I care about. Yeah. I can't imagine being out there in, in pants like that. And walking. You don't yeah. even get to ride a cart. Yeah. Fuck Carts car. and shorts. <laughs> All right. All right, Bonesaw, man. Help, if you can help, bring us. Help the brothers out. If you can bring us carts and shorts to the PGA. I don't know. I haven't watched Live, but I know they get to wear shorts. Uh, it's like a team thing. There's like team golf. Right. There's like the four aces and like the flaming dingleberries or something. I don't know. There's like <laughs> teams. So there is some like they're trying to make it because that's the other thing too is now PGA is now being a it's, it wasn't it was a nonprofit. Yeah. Now it's a for profit. So there will be changes for people who are saying there's not going to be changes. There's going to be changes. No way. I thought Live was nonprofit and PGA was for profit. Vice versa. That's oh. why Live does all these things to try to make it more of a game show type atmosphere so people tune in teams you can root for jerseys you can sell you know things the savannah like savannah bananas but for golf dude <laughs> what if the savannah bananas join live oh mark it down <laughs> mbs you got mbs's yeah. on, on speed dial yeah all right speaking of someone who didn't take the money from saudi arabia uh-huh. another reason he's better than ronaldo Lionel messi oh yep he is going to enter Miami mm-hmm. instead of going to Saudi Arabia. That's I don't right. know. We could name a couple other footballers who took a lot of money lately. They did. They did. They took a lot of um, money. And actually, I was going to talk about that on the on the quickies later on, too. Okay. So we won't get too deep. I just... Shout out to Messi, though. Shout out to Messi. He gets a lot of control over this team, which is fine. He should have yeah. it. He's the, be- the best... Whoa. The best, okay. Whoa, I know I'm spitting all over the place. No, I'm just, you're getting, you're getting about to say something crazy, right? Like, now. no. So, like, the the MLS, uh-huh. right? We're we always get the best players at the end of their careers, right? Right. Messi just won a goddamn World Cup, <laughs> and he's coming to America. Mm-hmm. This might be the kick that soccer needs in America. Good, true. It might be because we, yeah, we got David Beckham. He was old. Mm-hmm. We had fucking what's his face, the big long haired. Supermodel guy, uh, fucking insert face here, Cole. When you're editing, <laughs> um, but like we get all these guys uh-huh. when nobody gives a fuck about them anymore, right? But this is like a buy high option. Mm. Messi is more popular than he's ever been. He's just as good as he's ever been. Just off a of World Cup, yeah. And now he's coming to Miami. Turn down the blood money. Which was a lot more. I mean, contractually was a lot was more a lot than more. what he's getting. But when he comes on Miami, he's getting like, obviously, like he's getting uh, uh, shares in the team. He's getting. He'll probably have say in trades. He'll have say. Yeah. He's gonna have say in everything. He should. You know what I mean? This yeah. is literally like the best player in Major League Baseball playing for the Savannah Bananas right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like so. More power to the mess, man. Um, okay, here. Are you aware of Chiefsaholic? No, I'm not. Let me in. Let so, me in. 
football teams, NFL football teams, notoriously, I'm not sure if every team has one, but most of them have their super fans, right? Yeah. We're close to the Oakland Raiders, who have a lot of super fans, but we've got the Gorilla Rilla. We had the Darth Vader guy. Like, the Raiders have a lot of super fans, guys who dress up like right, crazy right. shit and go to every single home game. I've seen those guys for, like, the Sharks, yeah. Yeah, they're super fans, right? The, what, Den uh, Denver Broncos have the Barrel guy. <laughs> like, people have people. Yeah. So, Chiefsaholic is a guy who dresses like a werewolf and goes to the Chiefs games. Okay. Oh, wow. And uh, so he robbed a bank, allegedly, on the way to the conference championship game uh -huh. this last season. Um, and uh, then went on the lam, got arrested, wow. right? Paid his bond, got on a, a ankle monitor for to appear in court or mm -hmm. whatever. So this week, Chiefsaholic doesn't appear in court, cuts off his ankle monitor, oh, no. and is once again on the lam. Oh, no. Chiefsaholic, although I like, I don't want to condone like bank robbery and stuff, Like I don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, I mean, of all the... Of all the mascots, I mean, he's not an official mascot. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. What if, like, the Chiefs embraced him as an official mascot <laughs> yeah. while he's on the lam? Chiefs of Holly. I mean, he ain't in jail yet, so no, it's not no. a bad look. He's not a... <laughs> He hasn't been convicted of anything. That'd be hilarious, but if everyone just started showing up in, like, the old school, like, black and white, like, like jail uniforms, you know? But, like, what a perfect thing is, like, you could still go to games. Yeah. Before they realized you were the Chiefs of Hollett guy. Yeah. He was probably going, he was go, He was all over the place just wearing <laughs> that. Nobody knows what he looks like. <laughs> That's true. Chiefs of Hollett. I wonder if he robbed it in the Chiefs of Hollett uniform. No, because that would give him that away. That would have given him away. No. You don't see a lot of bank robbers anymore. You no, know he just I mean? showed his face the whole time because then he wears the Chiefs of Hollick stuff and <laughs> no one would know who he is. I'm not that guy. I'm Chiefs of Hollick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so there you go, Chiefs of Hollick. Um, and then another quick little one, little just random news story I saw this week. And it's pro I think it's old, um, but it's just a cute little thing that I thought was funny is Brown's running back Nick Chubb. Been on my fantasy team a couple times. Shout out. Um he owns a PS PS5 and an Xbox, but he doesn't game. He has them, so he can go on after curfew and see what of his which of his teammates are gaming instead of sleeping. And then he texts them, "Go the fucking go to bed, get out." Yeah, <laughs> that is a power move, dude. I I you know is he like a captain or something or? Well, he's just a guy who wants to win. Okay. Right? I mean, in an age where Kyler Murray, like, allegedly has, you know, language in his contract saying that he can only game for a certain amount of time yeah. and shit like that. Like, you're talking about kids, some of these motherfuckers, even if you are an athlete, even if you are whatever it is you are, uh -huh. you grew up in a time where everybody plays fucking video yeah, games. Everybody, sure. all it used to just be nerdy gamers and playing video games, and now <laughs> everybody plays fucking Call of Duty. Yeah. Doesn't matter what you do. It's like everybody realized how how cool of an unwinding technique it is to just turn your brain literally into, turn your brain sink off. into a video game for you know and that's the problem is that once you get in and it's easy to play Call of Duty till three in the morning right when you've got practice the next day or a game yeah. the next day so I, I even though I hate snitches snitches get stitches right right uh huh <laughs> um, he ain't if he ain't snitching to the higher ups if he's not going to the coach and being like you know he's just texting them saying hey go to sleep motherfucker. If he texts me to go to sleep, I would definitely go to sleep. Yeah, he, he's he's a he's a man. I'd be like, all right, 
My bad, man. All right, dude. Moving on. Um, last night, we had UFC 289 in Vancouver. Oh, yeah. Amanda Nunes. And- Amanda Nunes and Irina Aldana for the title was the main event. Um, if you want a full kind of look on this card, uh, listen to Fight Night Preview coming up this week. We'll go over most of it. Uh, we're just going to go over the two main fights on the show today because uh, a lot of people were calling this card a stinker leading up to it. Really? And I got to tell you, they were right. Really? Yeah. I have this ability because I love fighting so much uh, that, you know, I talk myself up and I get I look at these fight cards, even though they're like lower level fighters and like mm-hmm. not big names. I can really easily get myself talked into a fight card, right? Because I'm going to watch it anyways. Right. So I might as well, like, build some anticipation if I'm going to watch it. I don't want to go into it, man. It's going to suck. Well, also, if you bet on it, too, it provides a Well, this is without betting, even. Oh, I'm such a degenerate that I watch them all. I love it. I love the sport. So if I go into it thinking, oh, this one's going to suck, then it's just self-torture. Right. So I might as well just build up in my head as like, all right, this this fight's got some potential. You know what I mean? Right. Last night... Nothing really held up to the potential I had in my mind. Um, And that goes to show, this is where we're going to get into the betting. Um, I could have used Betalytics last night, right? And I could have used that 25% savings on my profile. Right. Because yesterday, was I dipped my toe back in to the betting waters, right? I saw this card. I was like, oh, I'm really, you know... Especially the main two fights. Right. Like, definitely going to be talking about them on the show tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So, because even if the card was a stinker, those were two very important fights in the landscape of the UFC. Right. So, I was like, let's put some money down. I haven't bet in months and months. And I was like, let's uh, put a little money in the account and mm-hmm. let's let's do some let's do some parlaying. Nice. Let's do some uh, let's do some propping. <laughs> you know what I mean? I lost every single bet that has never happened to me before really like even if i don't come out ahead like when when betting like the ufc for me right because like i said i watched was that peter yeah it was <laughs> um but you're thinking about patrick oh i'm sorry patrick but that was patrick. peter his <laughs> other friend um <laughs> a couple and you want to know what the thing is huh. remember i told you about patrick last week and how his father passed away yeah his name's peter his name was Peter. His father's name's Peter. Right. Oh. So Andy constantly, because he's such a mosquito brain, uh-huh. and Patrick, Peter, they're pretty similar. He constantly calls Patrick Peter. Oh, no. So I'll just be sitting there in the kitchen drinking my coffee, and I'll just hear, oh, sorry, Peter. And then Patrick will be like, why do you keep saying my dad's name? Oh, no. And then Andy, because then Andy gets, fr- then he's like, oh, shit. And then he's just like, I know, my friend Peter. I thought I just, you guys both names. I, my, uh, my friend, I have a friend Peter. And I'm just like, God, it's got to be hard, dude. Yeah. It's got to be hard being a kid. <laughs> um, um, so uh, anyways, um, lost every single bet. I've never, that's, I've never experienced this. I've experienced it multiple times. Really? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So like on the fight cards, like I will go and like, I'll look and I'll have some ideas about the main fights or whatever. And I'll put some money. I'll, I'll start my, I'll start my day off my morning. Oh, let's do this, this, this on some of the main fights. Right. Yeah. And I'll sprinkle a little money over the main card to start the day before, you know, long before the fight card starts. And then as we get closer to the prelims about to begin, 
What I like to do, just to keep the whole fight card interesting, is if I have any big long parlays that I feel like I need to do, which yeah. I should have done on this card. Um, we'll talk about that in just a second. Um, what I like to do to keep it interesting from the beginning to the end is I'll do two fight parlays. There you go. Yeah. Right? So it's like we got the two fights coming up. Let's yeah. do a little two-fighter for these first two fights, right? Right. And then as not big money. We're not putting, you know, I'm talking a couple dollars, five dollars, whatever, you know, like just little ones to kind of just keep it interesting. Sure. Because you don't want to blow your wad because what if you lose all no, those, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? So it's like, just build it up because as you get closer to the bigger fights, I get new ideas yeah. about those fights from watching the build up throughout the card okay. on the thing. I'm also looking at shit, watching the embeddeds on my phone while the fight, you know, like just kind of just, I'm all in on right, the UFC right. for a couple hours. So I'll think, okay, so I think, because I'll usually hold off on the finishing method bets, right? Like this fight, this is how it, it will finish end. by a KO I'll do or more submission. like a main card parlay okay, or something like that or whatever. Like straight, like straight, like just, yeah, this you know, guy, this, like Amanda Nunes is going to win. Uh, these yeah. three fighters, bam. Um, but then, like I said, as the day goes on, you hope you win some of those little two fighters, give you a little <laughs> more money, you can make a few more bets on that main card as right. it rolls up to it, right? And good freaking God, dude. Like, I'm not going to talk about how much money I lost. I'm not going to talk about who I bet on. I'm not going to talk about any of it. Because none of it matters, Joe. Because oh. I lost every fucking bet. Even my tooth, like, everything. Not one little measly fucking thing came through. Wow. It was crazy, man. I didn't even get... I got... One parlay got kicked off, uh -huh. right? There was, like, one fight where it was the beginning. If this guy wins, it's the beginning of this parlay, right? Yeah. He won. I texted over to Alexis a little screenshot of the parlay. I'm like, all right, well, this one's kicked off now. And this was, like, halfway right. halfway through the card, and I'd already lost a bunch. He was, He had, like... A few, he had some money in like free play in his that he was like, I'm not putting any real money. I'm just using free play today. Yeah. And he was done before the main card even started. Wow. So just a lot of upsets or just just I don't know because no, not so, really. Like, how do you usually choose it? Because I I'm a sucker for an underdog. So the thing I mean? about this card is what also factored into it being kind of a little bit of a stinker is that it was a lot of pick 'em fights. Oh. Right, you may have had a favorite, but it was like plus one fifteen to minus one twenty. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like so close, or you literally had pick them. Right, like and so wasn't other than the, the other than like Arena Adana being like a super underdog. Like there wasn't any, anything special. About everybody it. was should have been evenly matched, and it wow. kind of was. There was some finishes or whatever, but it just lost everything joey and it's like nights like these where it's like you see motherfucker that's why you don't bet so it's like i am dumb i'm stupid right uh -huh. i can't just be like alexis and be like oh let me just use this free play to kick me in the ass and make me realize that i shouldn't be betting no, 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 I will, no, no. i'll still bet no matter what i put real money in there me too and I just want to, I got to lose it all before I, I think. Like, if I'd have won one of those bets, uh -huh. still not breaking even, but just won one bet. Yeah. I'd have been like, okay, we're on for next week. Not not this <laughs> Friday, or not this last Friday, but the Friday before. I put $100 into my bookie, uh -huh. right? I had up to, after the first, after that weekend, I had 180 Now I'm down to $40 in my, in my just, account. You got to keep it flowing, bud. Whatever. Yeah. No, yeah, you just we're keep doing it going. Um, so when I talk about the... Uh, the par uh, the parlays, long parlays that I should have done. So back in Alexis and I's betting heyday, 
where we were betting every weekend. Mm-hmm. We were making some money. Sometimes. <laughs> um, a lot of th- – you know me. Again, I'm dumb. I'm not a betalytics guy. All right? uh, I haven't – I haven't – I haven't – I haven't let AI control just my Just for clarification, yet. I don't think Betalytics does MMA. They don't. Yeah. Okay. So just just so you guys know, I don't, okay. I don't believe they do MMA, but I, could, I'll, I will double check. Okay. So just like I like a good name, I like a good backstory, a lot of things can sway me to be in your corner in a sporting event, okay? Uh-huh. I like theme parlays. And the reason that is, again, because I'm so stupid, that I, I won my biggest purse ever on a themed parlay. On the famous, the world famous UK parlay that Alexis and I won a couple years ago. All right. It was a big one. Mm-hmm. And uh, it made me, I was on top of the world. UK parlay, right? It was like the UFC's return to Manchester. Okay. And fucking, I just went straight, bet on all the home hometown. What well, doesn't matter, favorite or underdog. I just went straight. Yeah, yeah. And you knocked one it, big. you guys knocked it out of the park, right? huh? So then, like, a few weeks after that, we had a Canada parlay, and every Canadian lost. So ever since then, uh-huh. I'm anti-Canada. <laughs> I've been anti-Canada. Well, I mean, we know I, anti-Canada from a from a, a betting, a MMA betting perspective. Joey's just pure anti-Canada. Just, I just, yeah. So, Betalytics does uh-huh. baseball, hockey, football, basketball, and soccer. Does not seem like they do MMA just okay. yet. But could be in the future. Could be. Come on, come on, Betalytics. What are we doing here? It's 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 too unpredictable Step for it them, up, bro. What can the AI do with MMA? If I can't if I can't figure it yeah. out, how can a computer figure it out? <laughs> the computer couldn't 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 uh, uh, deal with the fact that Jose Aldo slipped on the mat. Right. You know. <laughs> so um so last night's UFC was in Vancouver. It was a big return to Canada. Okay. A lot of Canadian fighters. Okay. And I said, nah, nah, I'm not going down that route. Like, unless, like, I, uh, Mark Andre Barrio, I, I bet on him just because I felt like he was going to win that fight. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Like, things like that. He was in a parlay, and it didn't matter because the parlay was dead before he got to his fight. But, yeah. but did, he won. I did pick him. Um, so, am I safe to assume that every other Canadian? Canadians at UFC 289 went 6-0. and with very impressive performances. Wow. And me, a sucker for a theme parlay. I haven't bet in months. Yeah. You think what I'd do is like, you know what? Old dog, same tricks. Same tricks. Let's do these, let's do this Canada parlay. <laughs> but no, because I let my I let my gut, my grudge against Canada that's been holding over for a year and a half. I let that cloud my judgment. That's when rough, I should have just went for all the everybody fighting in their backyard, even the Romanian chick that just relocated her camp to Canada, uh-huh. one, one, wow, you know, wow, 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 son of a bitch. All right, so let's get into <laughs> these last two fights on the card. Um, I I was really looking forward to this one, Charles Oliveira versus Benil Darius. Everybody, if you're a casual, if if you don't know who Charles Oliveira is, you don't know MMA, you don't know punch. What do we call it? People, we don't know ball. That's like that's easy for like bald sports. Puck. Is you don't hockey. know punch. You don't know bows for elbow. You, know, you don't know glove. You don't know punch. We'll say that. Yeah. You don't know punch. You don't know. You don't, know, you don't know punchy punch. 
If you don't know Charles Oliveira, he's one of the most, he's one of the best lightweights of all time. He is. Um, the guy's been fighting fucking in the UFC since he was like fucking 19, but he's yeah. been fighting since he was like 17 years old. Like, just storied career, fantastic lightweight champion, um, just all around good guy, seems yeah. like. Just a real beauty of a of an MMA. Definitely a, a, a Hall of Famer, I would think, once his career is over. Mm. Just so no need to talk about why you're interested in a Charles Oliveira fight, right? Because you no, should be yeah. interested in you all should of be, his fights. Yeah. And he's coming back. This was his first fight after losing his yeah, title. Yeah, he lost, right? He lost his lost title. Lost his title to Islam Makachev. Yeah. And this was his fight to get a, a rematch. I want to talk about Benil Dariush in that this is a guy who's on a was on a seven fight win streak in the or eight fight win streak in the welterweight division or I mean a lightweight division which is notoriously the hardest fucking uh weight class most stacked weight class yeah. in all of MMA boxing like 155 yep. like between 150 and 170 yeah because that's most of the humans in the world yeah yeah it's just like going to a D1 school versus a D4 school. It's yeah. like the more bodies It doesn't you have, matter if you're up standing or if you're on the ground, you're going to meet There's more people in the world that those weights, so that's going to be the stack, most yeah. stacked weight classes, right? Because you more to choose from. Mm -hmm. And Benil Darius was on a freaking eight-fight win streak. Um, again, a sucker for a story. He comes from Iran. I believe he's a Syrian or something like that or Turkish or something like that. I don't know what he actually is. Mm -hmm. Paris is one of those snobby Persians. She doesn't She doesn't say Iranian. She says Persian. That just means they think they're better than anybody else who's <laughs> just from the country. Right. Maybe a different race. Uh -huh. um, then I also have to remind her that you were born in Orange County. So you're <laughs> just because you have dual citizenship. Yeah. He was just because he may his origins may be from another country. He was actually born in, in, your in country, that country. So, yeah. um, <laughs> but anyways, just another guy who has been on a crazy win streak. Uh -huh. All probably ranked fights in those eight eight wins. He just has. There's Patrick. <laughs> um, he has like zero internet presence. Zero. Uh. Entertainer, so a little, little, his, little less slow. Just uh, a little super less nice guy. Yeah, doesn't have any. Doesn't talk shit. Doesn't do. Just goes out there and fucks people up. Just goes out there and shows out every time. Yeah. But in again, we'll talk about it forever in the Conor McGregor era. Like even though he doesn't fight anymore, I call it the Conor McGregor era because he changed what it means to get big fights in the UFC. You have to have an and you have to have a following. You yeah. have to. Have people that want to watch you for other reasons other than your skill set, right? Mm -hmm. And that's all sports now. We want MMA to be mainstream. Every sport. People have their favorite players aren't necessarily because they're the best. It's because Odell Beckham Jr. is one of the most famous guys in the NFL, and he hasn't fucking played a decent game in five years. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so it's just, it's just what it is. It's like sports entertainment everything's mm -hmm. got an entertainment twist so with Benil Daryush is not having that side to his personality he's suffered because he's right nobody has his resume and there people have gotten title shots who don't have his fucking resume guys who've gotten rematches right guys have when he should have gotten it right so this was a title eliminator if whoever won this fight is getting the next title shot so this is a fight going into it where me as like a big MMA head, I'm like, I feel bad for Benil because he shouldn't have to fight literally, arguably one of the best ever 
He should have already gotten a shot. To get the shot. Yeah. Just because the this guy's not the champ anymore. Now he's got... So he should have already gotten a shot. But the caveat to that, to where you can't feel too bad for him, is if he did get the shot when he deserved it, it would have been against Charles Oliveira. <laughs> because he was champion. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Makachev just got the belt. He's defended it once against an, a, a featherweight. He yeah. fought Volkanovski to... Volkanovski is trying to be double champ. You know what I mean? So yeah. he didn't even fight another lightweight in line right. yet. He just coming off of beating Charles Oliveira. So that means if Benio got a title shot in the past, it would have been against Charles. And boy, oh boy, <laughs> that sucked for <laughs> Benio Dariush. Charles <laughs> Oliveira is so damn good. Like, Benio Dariush is a guy who just doesn't get finished, right? Like, yeah. he gets hit, and he gets in dogfights all the time, but, like, just one of those brickhead type dudes where it's like you can hit them super hard and they just keep coming keeps, forward keeps and back almost up. more dangerous at times right, when right. they're a little bit shook up or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And Charles Oliveira ate him. Ate him. Dude. What, did he knock him out? So fast. Wow. Like, first kick thrown, he kicks him right in the side of the fucking head and then just picks him apart and then lands the same kick again with it blocked, but it still kicked him yeah. so fucking hard that he fucking dodged, you know, oh, dazed him gosh. again. Uh, just finished it. It was TK. It wasn't like an out cold knockout, but he just ate his lunch, dude. Just wow. came in there and said, give me your fucking lunch money. And I mean, so now Charles gets his shot. He back gets to go the, get it back, and yeah. God, I hope he wins yeah, because he's one guy that I'm always rooting for. Yeah. Right? Makachev is a wrestler. He's that. He's Khabib too. Yeah. You know, Khabib's his coach. Khabib, like he's Khabib too. Yeah. So he's a fucking wrecking machine. Yeah. But Charles Oliveira, like you just want him to win, and because he's also one of those guys where he'll never sacrifice trying to finish the fight. To just like hang on to a victory, or right. he's always trying to finish the fight, and not to say like Makachev's not trying to finish the fight, but they are those type of guys are very content with like I'm completely dominating you, so I could just do this for 25 minutes and then yeah. the fight's you know yeah, what I because mean? Because their their stamina runs and off I, forever, and I, so he I can't doesn't mind be anti that because yeah. that's a strategy, and I always say to people who don't like that dominant wrestling style MMA, yeah. it's like make them make them get off you. <laughs> True. You know what I'm yeah. it's almost more humiliating to have a guy blanket you and you being just flopping around like a fish yeah, underneath sure. them for twenty five minutes yeah. than it is for them to put you out of your misery. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah, people yeah. will forget a fucking quick submission or a quick knockout. Yeah. Like, but they won't forget how pathetic you looked, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's much easier to get a rematch. <laughs> like say it's a championship fight, you're the champion, you get clipped and get knocked out. It's like, fuck, all right, he landed one punch, though, but let's right. run that back. Right. You get dominated dominated for 25 minutes. Everybody goes, yeah. we don't need to see that again. Right, for sure. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I was waiting for that to happen. <laughs> what is wrong with me? I don't... No, but that's that's rough, dude, to get dominated for twenty five minutes like that. I mean, um, it's... but so it didn't happen to Benil. No, but I'm just God. saying. But he, you know. he got. He just got crushed real quick by Charles Oliveira, and that's all good. Um, let's move it on to the Amanda Nunes fight. So this this was the last. I'll, I'll give up these bets. I had some bets on Arena Eldana. Uh -huh. I'm gonna. I'm, and I have the utmost respect for Amanda Nunes. Right? She is the best women's fighter of all time. There's absolutely zero doubt about that. All right. Um, yeah, she lost. Uh, 
she lost her title but got it right back in dominating fashion, mm-hmm. right? So even though that's a loss on her record, it also to get your title back that happens so as rare it is to become a champ, to yeah. become double champ. It is so rare for a champion to lose their title and get it back. And not only get it back, but get it back immediately in the next right. fight. Um, So, she, you know, she had a GOAT career before t- this last fight. Sure. And um, she's a mother now. She's married. She has been for years now, but it's like she's got all this other stuff going on. She's uber rich, uber famous, right? Mm-hmm. All these – me and Alexis talked about this last week on the fight. Oh, everyone's going to remember Amanda Nunes, you know. But – we all know that when you get to that level of fame, that level of money, like fighting is one of those sports where sometimes you got to have that pup in you. Otherwise yeah. that's all. Maybe sometimes that's all that's separating you right. from everyone else is that relentless puppy inside of you. <laughs> um, but, uh, and then, you know, she was talking about possibly joining the WWE, you know, in the future oh, yeah. and things like that. So all this outside stuff, I'm like, and she, she, we all know that her career is coming to an end yeah. sooner rather than later. So I'm like, Arena Adana's got crazy boxing. She's got power in her legs and in her hands. I mean, she has an up kick from her back, liver kick knockout. Like, the fuck? Like, that's never happened. Right. And that just shows you, like, how much... Some people just have that power where it's unexplained. It's yeah. just like, you thud. You hit harder. So to yeah. be able to up kick... Like, she's got power. Yeah, for sure. Um, not that that's the kryptonite to Amanda Nunes. I mean, she knocked out Chris Cyborg, who's got insane power. But yeah. I'm just making a list of, is there a reason to bet uh, or to think Arena Eldon is going to win this fight? And I just had a gut feeling. Sometimes the odds look that good, dude. It, yeah. and it, but she was a huge underdog, so yeah. it didn't look that good. But to me... No, it does. That When you get that plus 600, plus and you 700, start having and you set up that parlay, and, you start and all of a sudden no- it's like... Ten dollars is three grand. All my knowledge of these people's personal lives Uh from social media is making me think that Amanda Nunes might have lost a step or not care as much or something. And boy, 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 was I wrong. Because there was first off, Arena Eldana did not fight. Uh People were calling Elsa, calling her Elsa because she was frozen. She was letting it go. No. She was frozen. Oh. If she'd have let those hands go, maybe we'd have had a different story. But she didn't fight. I think she, other than the la- other than round three I, uh, and maybe round five. Was it like she got rocked early and no. like she just couldn't make a... No. No? Didn't throw any punches. She had single, num- single digit punch numbers in all but two of the rounds. Oh, my God. Didn't throw a fucking... Like, just didn't do anything. Wow. Got taken down at will. Just got... Completely mollywhopped. Are we? Are we? Are we smelling a conspiracy? No, I think that <laughs> one. I think the. I think there's been few fighters, John Jones being one of them, uh-huh. where people get in there with them, and it's easy to say like, "I want a title shot. I want all this stuff and everything." And you think in your head that you have the skill set to beat this, and then super you go up to the champion, champion. <laughs> and then you get in there, and you just. They just freeze up sometimes. It happens. It's happened many times. Anderson Silva, people that used to happen when people would fight him sometimes. Where yeah. it's not a it's not a, a critique on Arena Aldana's skill set. It's a critique on her mental, mental game. Yeah, because something kept her. Th- and not to say that the fight would have been any different if she had been throwing equal punches or whatever. But that was her only shot. Right. My sh- my only shot was was the, of putting money on her. 
And I put it on a KO. I knew it was a long shot, but I was like, that's the only way she's going to win this yeah. fight is if she KOs her. If this fight goes to the judges, it's going to be a one-sided ass whooping, which is what it was. <laughs> right? Yeah. And uh, and she just didn't throw anything. Wow. She didn't get my memo, apparently, that I needed her to <laughs> knock her out. But And like I said, that wasn't thinking, oh, Message she's definitely going to knock out Amanda yeah. Nunes, the greatest of all time. No, I was just like, my only chance of winning any money in this. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to win money unless I, I – yeah, let's put a 1000 bucks on Amanda Nunes to win by decision. That's the only way you're going to make a dot. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. no. It's like I'm I'm betting small. Yeah. So the only chance to get anything and the only chance Arena Aldana has to win is by knockout. But she would have had to throw some punches. Um, Amanda Nunes – and so this is another funny one uh. – is immediately after Alex texts me and he's just like, Bye-bye women's MMA, <laughs> right? Because this is what has happened. Women's MMA got real popular with Ronda. Mm-hmm. And right as the time where Ronda was getting to the point where she was so dominant that it was getting boring, she gets fucking kicked in the head and knocked out. Right. You know what I mean? So then the train keeps rolling, right? And that's when Holly Holm becomes yeah. champion. Amanda Nunes becomes champion. Like, the, 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 the entertainment, the interest train keeps rolling. Amanda Nunes has been so dominant She's dominated Rousey, dominated Holly Holm, dominated Chris Cyborg. Mm-hmm. The featherweight division was created to bring Chris Cyborg to the UFC, and she got fucking knocked unconscious by Amanda Nunes. They brought in a few fighters into 145 to be able to fight her. So the more dominant a champion becomes, the more boring the weight class or the whatever gets. Because mm-hmm. it's like, who the fuck? Nobody wants to see. It's, we know what's going to happen. Right. Right? And that's kind of the, your casual fans. So you wouldn't think that because now she's leaving, no, that it would so, get more exciting. This was before she retired. Okay. Alexis is like, bye-bye women's division. And as I'm texting, yeah, if she doesn't retire soon, they're fucked. And right. then as she she's laying, I look up at the TV and she's laying her fucking gloves down and shit in the octagon and she retires. Right? And she lays both her, bo- uh, oh, you can't see this, but here I even got a little video of it. <laughs> um Tied Anderson Silva for a number of def- uh, defenses. Tied oh, wow. Good for her. Putting her gloves down. And, yeah, so... The motion of her putting her gloves down was just... Not- <laughs> so, literally, one of the greatest careers of all time in MMA. Yes. So, hats off. She retires as the GOAT of women's MMA and one of the GOATs of just all MMA time. period. Yeah. Um, and that's to say, maybe now the bantamweight division, the, you know, the title she just defended, the 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 kind of the main women's division, uh, that can thrive now because now yeah. you've got Juliana Pena, the person who beat her, mm-hmm. you know, and then she obviously won the belt back. But like, so you've got girls that are at the top, Arena Eldana, maybe she'll throw some punches against somebody else. But <laughs> um, now that division can thrive a little bit and get, there can more superstars can be built out of it because they won't all get mollywopped by the champion. Right? That's true. Yeah. But the featherweight division, I think featherweight division goes bye bye completely because really? I think there's three fighters in the women's featherweight division. Oh, wow. Because it's one of those things where they just, it was either 135ers that were big enough and skilled enough that would say, hey, go, the UFC could say, 
why don't you go up to 145 yeah. you win a fight we'll give you a fight against amanda you know what I mean? Like you'll get a title shot. And over that was there. the big fight for them. So they would do it. Right, right. Of course. Or they're bringing in girls one at a time to just fight her. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or bringing them in, giving them one fight against probably somebody who just gained some weight from 135. Right. They would inevitably, inevitably win that fight. And then they'd fight for the title. They'd get beat. They're gone. Yeah. Right. Like UFC just cut Me- Megan Anderson, like arguably the most, like other than Amanda Nunes, like the most popular internet wise of all the. Uh, one forty-five uh, pound women fighters. Mm-hmm. They just cut her because she got fucking mollywopped. Like, now, like Demopolis, right? She's one thirty-five. Okay. She's no, she's one twenty-five. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, there's one fifteen, one twenty-five, one thirty-five, one forty-five. And you're saying one twenty-five is just gonna one forty-five? Sorry. Okay. Yeah, it's. I mean, obviously, the bit the higher you get in weight, there's much less women that are weigh that much, but are also professional athletes, right? Not that that's a knock on women in any way. I'm just saying, usually when you're getting up closer to 200 pounds, you're finding much less giant women that are ripped. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, they usually look like me and Joey with <laughs> after we've freshly shaven. <laughs> um, but so, yeah. Uh, anywho. Shout um, out to the goat. Shout out to the shout goat. Shout out to the goat. A uh, little quick look at NBA because we know ball. We just want you to know that. We know ball. Um Jokic, Jamal Murray, the Denver Nuggets, they're just they're in complete control of this they are. thing. Um they are. I, I, I made a parlay uh-huh. on, on player props okay. for these guys. And it was a seven man, seven man, you know, uh, ranging from Jimmy Butler getting these amount of points per game to rebounds and all, you know, who's gonna take the first shot, you know. Sure. Um ten dollars was a three grand ticket. And I bet you I didn't win three grand. None of them. <laughs> <laughs> I hit, but none. it looks so tasty. Yeah, I hit none, and um, I've, are... I've needed Miami to pull one out these past like what has it been two three games mm. since uh, since we last talked, and uh, yeah, no, they haven't done anything. Let me for ask me. you a question. Go ahead. Are we looking at a double Florida choke? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I think so, man. As as much as it sucks to say, not to say that the like the, the two teams that they're playing against deserve to be there they've been dominating right they've done everything throughout these playoffs not to say that miami and uh the panthers don't deserve to be here but they got in here on a wild card right right? so you know i mean it's not it's it's, kind of what the purists have um, been complaining about in that the a lot of guys who are like whether it's hockey and their original six guys or yeah, just yeah. like whatever these new teams blah 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 like hockey doesn't belong in the south or blah, you know this kind of stupid rhetoric it, shit yeah it's kind of proving them right in the fact of like like in NBA it's like playing teams never gonna win the championship right oh shit a playing teams in the championship yeah but now they're probably gonna lose well and not to like not just I know we're supposed to be talking about basketball but not to you know to when you watched Florida beat come back, not even hey, just beat. Now let's talk hockey. Okay, and not to not, <laughs> not, uh, when you watched uh, Florida not only come back but you know beat fucking Boston. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. There in my head, they could have gone the whole way, and which they have right. And so now you're watching them play this put together team, mm-hmm. which I know we hate Las Vegas. Oh, we but, do now? But it's undoubted, dude, at how put together this team Weak. is. Uh, <laughs> okay, at how put together this team is, and it's just clear 
clear domination. It is. Like, it's, it's defensive um, dominant. Obviously, yeah. they're scoring a lot. Like the Oilers had an easier time playing against these guys yeah. than these guys are now. And well, I, I mean, can't it's, stand Canada. It, so. <laughs> it's another thing that like is calm. It seems like everybody should realize it, but you know, because these guys are and gals are so much better than us than yeah. the professional athletes. It's like, oh, so you mean like in professional sports, like the first place team versus the eighth place team. Right. Like there's not that big a difference between the two. It's like, no, no. it's a game of fucking inches. Yeah, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. A game of inches. That brings me to Aiden Hill. Oh my God. Who, who has been showed making these game of inch saves? He has shown the hell up. Dude. And I just want to also remind everybody that he used to be a San Jose shark. So let's just chalk this up to the players who have been members of the San Jose Sharks. And we build them and up. And then they leave and they have success <laughs> yeah. somewhere else. It's uh yeah, it's been amazing. But I think the the, the biggest issue is that uh um the Florida Panthers are like their biggest their own biggest uh, enemies. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh yeah. Taking penalties, uh, unnecessary. You know, oh, Ryan I mean, Lombard cross checking somebody in the middle of in the face, right, right. In the middle of of the ice. Oh yeah, the game last night. At the end of the game, it just turned into a big, yeah. freaking like. Well, they've big they've been relying on that aggressiveness this whole time. The thing about Aiden Hill is that he gets into fights. He loves getting uh, yeah. into a good scrap, dude. And last uh-huh. night when the game ended, a big old full full team brawl broke out, and he was right there in the middle of it, throwing <laughs> fucking punches, um, like. Uh, what was it? Uh, Nick Haig comes yeah. running out of the penalty box. He was, he was, uh, they like came out of the penalty box to fight at the end of the game. No. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was great. It was fantastic. Wait, was it Nick Haig? I don't know. Whoever was in the penalty box came out. Um, so Aiden Hill, good for you, buddy. Yeah, beauty. Um, but this is why Nick Haig was on my mind is, um, is he's a real, he's, he's a, he's a real beaut. Okay. Um, because uh, a few games ago, there was another big game brawl at the end of the game. Yeah. And he got fucking jacked in the face, w- was being held by the neck by one Florida Panther. And yeah. then Kachuk fucking gives him two fucking socks to the face. And as the camera pans out, he's just looking up at the scoreboard, like up at the mega uh, jumbotron, uh-huh. just smiling like getting held across the throat, just getting just smiling after getting punched in the face. And, yep. you know, one of the reporters asked him, was like, what's up with the smile, dude, after getting punched in the face? And his reply is, I'm playing in the Stanley Cup finals. I'm having the time of my life. It's a dream come true to be at this stage. I'm a pretty happy guy. After getting punched in the face. Fucking beauty. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that, that to me is, I mean, obviously we all need a little more gratitude. Let's. Let's be, I mean, if your life sucks, your life sucks. Right. Go, well, I, I can't help you. But, like, <laughs> for those of us who uh, we could all use a little gratitude of uh, where we are in our life. And, yes, I could imagine it would suck being held by your neck and getting punched in the face. Uh-huh. But then when you just have a little perspective yep. and you look up at that jumbotron and you're like, holy shit, I'm in the <laughs> NHL finals. Like, I literally practiced this games. fight in my bedroom when I was nine. Right. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Like. Shout out to Nick Haig on that yeah, one for sure. Because uh, that's that's the perspective we all need in our lives, <laughs> and uh, and yeah. So uh, reason number eighty-seven million that hockey's better than everything else. Um, <laughs> you just went to a wedding. Yep. Let's talk about Brady Kachuk's wedding that's coming up this summer after the uh, season's over. 
And uh, you may know his brother, Matthew, Matthew. Kachuk, yeah. is on the Florida Panthers. Uh-huh. Currently having a real rough time. He's a little injured, too. He, yeah, I was going to say, they were talking skated, about his status. He only skated just 16 a, minutes uh, Sixteen minutes last night. Uh, they put him out there right at the end, and he almost tied the damn game. So yeah. he's obviously a factor, and uh, him not having minutes is not good for, no, for the not. Florida Panthers. Um, but also... Um, uh, one of his uh, enemies right now, Mark Stone, captain of the Las Vegas Knights, uh, you may remember, was in uh, Ottawa for a long time he with was. Brady Kachuk, mm-hmm. and there he is a groomsman in oh, the wedding. Oh no way! And Matthew Kachuk obviously is a groomsman as well <laughs> in the wedding. <laughs> so Brady Kachuk said this. He goes, "This could be a pretty awkward bachelor party." <laughs> Mark's one of my groomsmen as well, and uh, Matthew, of course, is my best man. Uh, shoot. So, <laughs> motherfucker. I mean, like, the best way. I mean, would it be better if it got stretched to a game seven and then you could have a just little, oh, shit, man. We all both did our best. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but no, but Vegas, you know. Yeah. Uh, they're pretty in control of this thing right now. And it's been a pretty chippy series, <laughs> to say the least, caused mostly by Matthew Kachuk. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So I agree. This will be an interesting we one. Be, I like that. How do we get in? How do we get tickets to that wedding, dude? <laughs> Brady, send them this way, please. Yeah, Brady Kachuk, Peak One Sports, press passes for your wedding. <laughs> yeah. Send them to the bunk. Me and Joey just want to be a fly on the wall, dude. Yeah, we'll dude. be the bartenders. I, oh, yeah. Just keep feeding no, Matthew. I'll work. Just keep I'll work feeding him drinks. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, right. And then go getting in Mark Stone's like, here. Hey, man, you let him do that to like, you? Dude, I know, like, you shit guys... happens on the ice, but should he be talking about that dude, shit at the wedding? Can you believe this? I you guys could have went to a game seven. Yeah. And you you didn't play. You didn't. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Um, <laughs> one last hockey thing, and this is on a negative note, um, and this is going to prove a lot of the uh, purest guys who don't like this Vegas versus Florida matchup uh, for the game of hockey, is uh, average average viewer count for 2022 finals in game one and game two last year. Mm-hmm. Four million. Average viewer count for game one and game two this year, 2.6. So we lost half viewers just based on the teams that are involved. Yeah. Isn't that, I mean, I get it because of there's, and this is why we hate caches. We hate caches. We don't like mm-hmm. you casuals out there because you ruin shit sometimes. Yeah. Right? It's like, if you're going to like, I mean, we're playoff daddies. Yeah. But it's like, we'll tune into all the playoff games. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. If I'm going to tune in, I'm going to be invested in the playoffs, not just this series because this team's involved or this one because this team's involved. Right. Especially as you're getting to the finals. Right. You watch the finals. Yeah, I don't uh, care if it's baseball. Uh, I know just, how much the suits at Peak One Sports hate baseball. I think it just goes to show and they don't how like much, us talking about baseball. I think it's <laughs> I think it just goes to show how much people don't like the Vegas Golden Knights. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's got to be it, dude. It's got to be some it. Florida fans out yeah. there. <laughs> You know what I mean? Florida's been a team a lot longer. I mean, Tampa Bay's been in the finals the last fucking million years. So it's like there are people in Florida tuning in. I just – because Vegas is such a fake place. It is. It's not even a real city. No. It's kind of like Los Angeles. It's built up of people that came from other places. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. They got no loyalty. No, no way. (sighs) Take that. Um, Knights, A's, and – Freaking Raiders. Panthers and seven. Yeah. Panthers and seven. <laughs> Panthers and seven. All right, Joey, you got some quickies for us. I do. We're I running do. out of time. I talked too much today. Um, 
<laughs> I, I wanted to bring this up. Uh, so Manchester City uh, wins the championship league. Right, okay? right, right. And uh, Il, uh, Ilkay Gundogan, right? He there's talks about Saudi offering him a contract as well. Oh, they're to gonna go, offer everybody yeah, now dude. that they've so this is the thing, is like they they just gave that freaking French striker, I can't remember what the fuck his name was last week. They gave him like fucking three hundred million or six hundred what I was can, it? it was I can't, crazy. I can't remember. It's, uh, yeah, but they talked about him going. And over it's there. like it, it, Ronaldo? Ronaldo took Ronaldo went, too, Yeah, he did. You He's know, in and Al-Nassar. it's like now that they've bought the PGA, now that they bought Newcastle, yeah. they've attempted to buy F1. Like they're getting in, they're gonna buy everybody yeah. and everything. Break up the bunker buster. What and are they now, called? And now that um, what a monopoly? Union busters? Or, you know? I don't know. But they're creating a monopoly. <laughs> yeah, right. They're gonna own all sports, and 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 they're just their their plan is working, doing yeah. what they wanted. They're they're trying to buy the world's forgiveness i don't know what you want to call it they're trying to buy the world's appeasance by just buying all our favorite shit yeah and at a certain point this pga thing fucks it all up of anybody even saying no yeah right because we tried the moral stance no to hundreds of millions of dollars it did not work (laughs) and you you know what i mean it doesn't work so now try to get anybody to say no that's not getting like a messy type deal somewhere else where maybe the contractual money's not as much yeah but the other incentives are gonna over time let me just say this for the people who are sitting there saying they would not take that money have somebody write a 138 million dollar check in front of you and try to say no you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like that i'll stop calling MBS bone saw man. <laughs> if he writes a, if he wrote, I mean probably if it's if real, wrote, right? If he wrote, hey, hey, if he wrote that check, he wouldn't even have to you. deliver it in person. As no, long as it cashed. it's mailed, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could sell me. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> what would he write in the notes? Welcome. <laughs> yeah. Welcome. He Venmo's you, and then you get the the fifteen percent fee for transferring it to your bank, Should and it's be- like six. It's like six million dollar <laughs> fee. It's like whatever, <laughs> whatever. I, I don't want it in one to three <laughs> yeah. business days. I want it now. What if, uh, what if we offered uh, uh, the suits like a prime time spot for Peak One? Are they buying Peak One? Oh, is Muhammad Bonesaw Man buying Peak One? We're taking that money. We need to have some meetings. <laughs> yeah, we gotta, we gotta get this. He going. wants a seat on the board. <laughs> he wants a seat on the board. Um, next one is the uh, Conn Smythe Trophy odds. All right, we talked a little bit about this before, right? Mm-hmm. We were uh, we were pretty big on uh, Kachuk to get it, but Not right now, <laughs> right now, uh, Johnny Marchessault is at a minus six hundred for the odds, so, and he is leading the pack. Like it is clear, he's minus right. six hundred. Aiden Hill's at a plus one thousand, and everyone is after one thousand over there. You know, and check this out, dude. This is another reason why I'm stupid. All right, I listen to a lot of sports podcasts, mm-hmm. and most of them are betting related. Again, not because I'm like betting that much anymore recent mistakes (laughs) aside i will always bet i'm sorry dude um uh so uh minus no extra points one of the podcasts i listened to cousin sal jimmy kimmel's cousin put in a future on jonathan marcheso at minus 530 i mean plus 530 oh my god for con smythe winner yeah and boy, oh boy, does that look real good right now. Because at the time, I was all, I'm like, it's going to be Bobrovsky. Yeah. 
Like, well, he was he had and, 31 saves in a game. And, I mean, and he he had the he had it written all. He had the Jaguar rub on him where yeah. he was playing so well that even if Florida lost, if he kept his play the same, yeah, you could be a losing goaltender winning the con Smythe. Yeah, right. You mm-hmm. know, like Jaguar's the only buddy, only person to do that. Yeah, of course it was for the Ducks because they're a bunch of losers, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but. So I was thinking, dude, Bobrovsky might be a good pick. Yeah. Even if they lose. But his odds it wasn't. Well, he's, worth at, it. he's at a plus two thousand right now. It'd too. be good to take it now. Yeah, you think right? he can have a big comeback. Yeah, no, but... so it goes uh, Johnny Marchesol, Aiden Hill, Jack right. Eichel, Mark Stone, Matthew Kachuk, Sergey Bobrovsky. So we've got William Carlson. We've got uh game uh game five coming up, right, in that series. Now, if Vegas puts it away right now. Is it Aiden Hill or Marcia So? So if it goes another game, if Marcia So drains a be, couple goals in, the, in yeah. this next game, uh-huh. then yeah, yeah, yeah. But if the game was to end in game five, nothing crazy. Marcia So doesn't score. No. I think know? he still gets it, though. I mean, he had, a, he had, well, he had mean, a he had a hat trick in the beginning of the oh, series, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. and he's he scored, I think, every game. Oh, yeah. He, so no, he's he put points up. But so. Aiden Hill's made one of those fucking saves almost every game too like that's just true. the one and with goalies that's kind of all it takes because that's true it's a game of one goal at a time that's true and honest yeah so and and he won that he kept that game from going to ot last night yeah he did with one of those toe saves you yeah, know what i mean so it's like if marcia so doesn't score and the game ends tomorrow is it aiden hill, hill might be a decent he might might he's be at a plus one thousand, guys. Take th- a chance. I think if the game goes enough, if the series goes a, goes to game six, Betalytics. I mean, it's going to go to game seven because <laughs> Panthers and seven, but um, <laughs> Panthers and seven. Yeah. Bobrovsky, keep the, keep the dream alive. Bobrovsky for the con Smythe. <laughs> yeah. Trust my gut. Trust my gut. Oh, Betalytics, guys. Code peak one twenty five percent off. Um, another one uh, in the news. Heat's mascot sent to the ER. Oh, by Conor McGregor. After Conor McGregor punched this guy. <laughs> Why does Conor McGregor still need so much shine? From from knocking out mascots to throwing dollies at, at tour buses. And remember he fucking punched that old man for not <laughs> yeah, drinking did. his whiskey yeah, in that bar one time? Yeah. Oh, my god. He's gosh. a menace, dude. Yeah. He changed... <laughs> He's like, I don't even know what he is now because now he's on the Ultimate Fighter, right? This yeah, is, yeah. He's Ultimate uh, Fighter going gone. up against Michael Chandler. I guarantee you. All right, this is something you can put money on if there was prop, if there was odds for it. Uh, Him and Michael Chandler are not going to fight. No, they will not fight. No, it is they're not going to fight. But Conor McGregor. Do you think one of them is going to be subbed out, or do you think it's just no, going to cancel the fight? There, the fight hasn't. There's no con. The fight hasn't even been planned yet. Conor McGregor, or like just started, like a week, like two weeks ago. They filmed it. Uh, fucking six months ago, dude. Oh, <laughs> like, well, they filmed the ultimate. They filmed the fighting. They're not not the. They haven't filmed the the last two fights yet, have they? Well, of course not. But yeah. I'm just saying they're the build up for this Chandler McGregor thing happened a year ago when they announced that they're going to be on the show as coaches. No, no, no. It's a reality show, so I thought they shoot as they. No. Oh. They were sh- no, 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 no. It's all pre recorded except for the the finale is like a fight will be on a fight night. Probably. I don't know if I believe that. What do you mean? I don't know if I believe that. Believe what I'm telling. Like, no, the the fighters that are on the show are at home right now, Mm-mm. just not being able to tell their family what. No happened. way, bro. You don't know that that's how no game way, bro. shows work. It's not game how it works, dude. Shows. Nope. Not everything's keeping up with the Kardashians, dude. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, so I don't even know what Conor McGregor is at this point because I don't. I don't know if he ever fights again. He's got so much goddamn money. Yeah. But if he does, it's not going to be Michael Chandler. And he's he not shattered that enough. fucking leg, right? Or he'd fucking r- r- right. Why do it? Yeah. 
You're just bloated, fucking yeah. yak, gacked He's up huge. on fucking just totally gacked on the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah. On a Lamborghini yacht. He's freaking huge, dude. Okay. Um, uh, this is not related to sports, but uh, I, I saw it on Barstool and I thought it was hilarious. Teenager is being sued for 500k for making a TikTok of licking other people's sushi. So he was at one of those like sushi. Uh, Hell yeah. So. Just a headline I wanted to read to you. That's pretty tight. And now I want to end with this because I know how much you love them. The Savannah Bananas had their first. They got. Whoop, they had their first game against the Aussie Drop Bears. So an Australian team came to America to play right. uh, their version of the Savannah Bananas. The Drop Bears. They have those little like koala type things that aren't Drop Bears koalas. I think so. Yeah. Okay, because they fall out of the trees and fall um, on people. Yeah, <laughs> and they had didgeridoos. They Hell were out yeah. there. It was really cool. Was I really can get cool. behind that. Yeah. Oh, it was dope, dude. They had didgeridoos. They'd uh, the somebody they uh, the dog bear or drop bears had a proposal out there. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just beautiful, man. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm just anti Savannah Banana because I just I don't like dancing. <laughs> I'm like fucking John Lithgow and Footloose, dude. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No dude. dancing. <laughs> no dancing. All right. You know what? I just decided because we're running long. We don't even need to go over any fucking picks, all right? Because the, are you ga- just tired of being the wrong? games are obsolete. One, I'm tired of being wrong, all right? And two, Joey <laughs> Joey went two for two. We'll just say that last week. But again, the games we pick don't even matter anymore because right. there's only two real sports going on. So how about this? How about we pick this? Do we go to a game six? Um, I'm sorry. Do we go to game seven? In what? In, ho- in both. In both. Okay, because they're both three and one right now, right? Yeah, they are. As we speak. Yeah. And... Uh, uh, that's a good one. Um, I'm gonna say God. Like, do don't, I keep? Don't do go I with keep your gut. It, Do I keep it kayfabe? <laughs> that's not. It's not working out for you. Do dude. I keep it kayfabe, or do I put what I do? I act like a real sports analyst and tell you what I think is really gonna happen, or do I keep it kayfabe? You keep, keep it kayfabe. It? I'll go sports analyst. All right, Panthers and seven. Because <laughs> that's what, how I really feel. And Miami Nuggets. What do you think? Um, that Nuggets. This one's done. Game five. Game Nuggets are going to close that out, but Panthers in seven. <laughs> I promise I'm not lying. Yeah. Nuggets uh, game five and uh, Knights game five. Okay. <laughs> I think uh, they're back in their barn for this one. So A couple shout outs this week. I added a, I added one. I know you can't see this, but I needed, I need this up just so I can see what I said here. Um, I want to give a – to keep it in the baseball realm because <laughs> you know, all you know how big of a baseball fan I am. But this harkens back to the days when I still was really into baseball. Uh-huh. You remember Tom Glavin? No. Great pitcher from the Atlanta Braves. Mm-mm. Okay. Um, he, dude, this is crazy. All right. It on looks this, crazy. On this day in, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> on this day in 1984, uh-huh. he, uh, he, had been, he had already been drafted 47th overall by the Braves. But a few days later, he was drafted. 69th overall by the Los Angeles Kings of the NHL. What, what? the fuck? Like I've heard you hear all kinds of things, you know, got uh, quarterbacks that were drafted as pitchers, right. you know, whatever fucking Brett Favre or fucking yeah. any of these other guys, you know, Dak Prescott or there's tons of guys who yeah, yeah. drafted as dual pitchers. sports, right? Yeah. But hockey and pitching. That's crazy. That's crazy, that is right? Crazy. Yeah. I love it, dude. Shout out to Tom Glavin because now we can officially put you in the real sports category <laughs> because you're a hockey player. Yeah. <laughs> um, not that, you know, other cuz I mean, we know we know ball. Or we we know ball. So we know baseball. Yeah. Don't act like we don't know baseball. We know ball. We know ball. Especially the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Mr. and Mr. Mr. October. 
Um, but yeah, shout out Tom Glavin for being a complete pup, dude. That's awesome, dude. <laughs> complete, complete puppy, pup. dude, on that one. Um, and then lastly, before we get out of here, shout out to the Iron Sheik, R.I.P. Uh, yeah, 1942 to 2023. What an epic run. He did, man. Um, just possibly one of the best, if not the best, heel in professional wrestling oh, yeah. or professional yeah. sports history. Yeah. Um, the, it, this is a lot of everybody. We're on YouTube. We're a couple YouTubers now, Joey. Mm-hmm. We're talking to a younger generation. We're influ- are, Can we be called influencers? We're YouTube influencers. So a lot of people are like, who the fuck is Aaron Sheik? People <laughs> who, uh, who aren't that young might still be like, oh, he's just that crazy old Iranian dude who says crazy <laughs> yeah. shit on Twitter to try to be famous. Oh, then they <laughs> yeah. make a documentary about him, that kind of stuff. <laughs> But if you think about the time when he was the biggest heel, one of the biggest faces of the WWF Ooh, or whatever, yeah, yeah. Um, his his character was such a crazy choice at the time, mm-hmm. right? Because when he came out as the Iron Sheik, this was a very tumultuous time between Iran and the United States and the rest of the world because it was when the Ayatollah took over. The Americans put him in power. Yep. They took over a freaking basically a yeah it was still a a, a muslim country but it was a demo as democratic as you could get people didn't have to wear head scarves they were wearing bathing suits at the right. fucking beach it was as westernized as you could get in a in a middle eastern islamic country mm-hmm. and then we put the ayatollah in power he changes that whole thing into a religious dictatorship i the iron sheik comes to america and decides to take on that persona as this evil Middle Eastern <laughs> dictator. Right. And brings that to the WWF. That's all American white people. Right. That fuck it. Talk about Roddy Roddy Piper like getting death threats and stuff just because he was such a bad guy in the yeah. ring or whatever. Imagine the life he, that the Iron got, Sheik yeah. had. In a time where you weren't just a asshole in the ring on TV. You were they asshole. hated your personality. They hated your character. Right. They hated that country. They hated everything. That's, that, that's who you were. <gasps> yeah, yeah. So imagine in a time where you're not just dealing with wrestling fans, but people who don't even know who you are. Just the fact that you're putting on that persona, they fucking hate you. Yeah, and probably I think what Hulk Hogan was his main his, his main, main rival main and rival. I am a real American dude Fucking you know what a, I mean dude yeah that was that's right yeah so just in the landscape of WWF heel storylines today I know people love it today I've aged out of it well, there's there's know? nothing like what they did back then though the well, stuff that they're doing is cool now but, but I mean what they did back it's then eras, right yeah maybe we just it's just not our thing anymore because like even when I was growing up the Attitude Era I'll take uh-huh. that over. That whole Kogan I watched Sheet WrestleMania era. this year. I mean, just because it's on it's Peacock. It's still there. People yeah. are still loving it. It's it probably bigger than ever. Mm-hmm. But let's give the Iron Sheik his due. If you're a fan of the heel, yeah. if you're even in MMA, even in you know uh, Antonio Brown in the NFL, any yeah. all the sports have their heels. Yeah, they do. They've got their. Uh, Jacob Trubas and their yeah. fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah, they got yeah, Brandon yeah. Prusts. Yeah. They've got every, Ryan Reeves. <laughs> everybody, every sport has their heels. Yeah. They're John Rocker. Evander Kane. <laughs> John Rocker getting batteries thrown at him and he comes in to make a save. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because he's so such a racist piece of shit. You know what I mean? Like every sport has their heels. Shout out Iron Sheet. Yep. Fucking Hall of Fame. Yep. He's a wrestle, wrestling goat. Yeah, he is. Man. Uh, that's Good. it, man good show joey yeah man we're not too over hour 40 we probably talked too much in the beginning huh you know that's where they love us people don't come to us for sports 
we're just obligated to put some sports in because it's a sports show. Because it's a sports network. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and the I suits have their thumb on us. <laughs> it's it's hard. It, you know, it, yeah. Andy shit his pants for the first time as a as a bigger child this week, and I could have talked about that, but we didn't because it's a sports show. You know what I mean? Andy, if you're watching, if you're watching this in a few years, Andy. And your just, classmates are saying, hey, I saw this bungalow sports show from uh, from like 15 years ago. You shit your pants when you were eight? <laughs> Loser. <laughs> All right. That's been a show. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Joey. I appreciate you. Every time you sit in that chair. Thanks, man. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having Next me. Next week, we'll get you a bigger square on the, <laughs> on the screen. We'll see what we can do. I mean, don't make any promises. You I'll can't push keep. it through. Oh, okay. I'll push it through. All right. All right. Betalytics, guys. Thank you.